your beers and open your ears. Turn it up loud so you can hear. Here, sit back, relax, and take a toke. Beers mandatory, ain't no joke. It's Chris and Nick and Taylor too. We're gonna have some fun with you. It's Grip and Nick and Taylor too. We're gonna have some fun with you. It's NBA and NHL and beers and NFL and mandatory stuff and sometimes MLB and skips and bleeps and where do we live and it's lots of lots of fun and everybody likes it and it's Grip and Nick and Taylor too. We're gonna have some fun with you. It's Grip and Nick and Taylor too. We're we're gonna have some fun with you. Nick, I, Nick, I'm done. I have no more lyrics. I, I don't know what else you want me to say. I'm, it's it's not a sandwich, Nick. It's it's a cookie. It's two layers of cookie. It's a cookie, man. It's a cookie. Beers mandatory? Episode 40? Nick said we had to record today. I don't know why. I can't think of a single reason why we would be recording a podcast I had to, today. I literally had to beg Graham to come here. Yeah, he it said was, there wasn't enough to talk about. And... It was a little desperate, actually. <laughs> you sounded a little needy. It's like, Graham, I'm bored. Uh, sports season is dry right now. Please. Nothing's happening. Nothing, nothing interesting. Please nothing come. has happened. Please come. Um, so, uh, yeah, here we are. Um, okay. Do you want to talk about anything in particular? Yeah, I do. <laughs> I've had a pretty, uh, pretty eventful Saturday. First things first, how was your day? How was work? Good. Good. Uh, Saturday shift. Got it all done. Good. So what you want to do on a Saturday shift? You want to leave that shit till next week. <laughs> yeah. um, so I guess I had a pretty eventful morning. Um, tried to get my cable canceled because I don't really need it anymore. Uh, for reasons unknown to me because there's nothing that's happened. Um, but so I went into the store and tried to cancel it there. But they said I needed to call customer service on the phone. And I was like, oh, fuck. So I said to the lady, like, just because you want to make it hard for me to cancel. And she, like, kind of got all tripped up and, like, oh, what? I, I don't know. That's just oh, a co- oh, I take that <laughs> company policy. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, lady, like, calm down. This ain't like, about you. You work here. You have n- this yeah. is not related to you at all. Just because what I'm saying is factually true <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> doesn't mean you should take offense to it. Kojiko is not your company. Yeah, exactly. Like, you're not a shareholder <laughs> yeah. in Kojiko. Um, so I, I waited about 48 minutes on the phone classic that'll be my tomorrow i guess or my tomorrow morning so <laughs> that should be fun yep um then i changed my cell phone plan as well too i tried to get one of those uh 10 gigabyte plans that the the canadian cell phone or saudi arabian or united arab Emirates cell phone plans that are being offered where do we live um tried to get one of those but weirdly enough it ended up costing me more money to buy out of my contract to get that plan then they just like topped up my gigabytes for the same amount of money I'm paying. So it would have cost me more money to buy out of my contract versus the savings I was going to get just by reducing my plan to that. So I pay the same amount, but have now the 10 gigabytes of data. 10 whopping gigabytes of data. And when I told that to Nick before we started, he's like, what do you need 10 gigabytes of data for? (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, absolutely nothing. But (laughs) just nice to have, I guess, right? You never know. I can't think of a scenario where I went through 10 gigabytes of data in a month. You should try experiment one time. Just like literally walk outside. And Don't even use Wi-Fi. Even, when you're, even <laughs> when you're at your place, just you stream on it. Data. Just, just stream it. Yeah. Watch out. YouTube, 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 That's Spotify. So just walk outside of my house like just outside of Wi-Fi range. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing in the hallway, Grim? Uh, Nothing. What are you doing in the hallway? Test my data. Hey, fuck off. <laughs> um, so that's cool. And then my age really showed itself today. 
I was driving here, driving here, because Nick was desperate uh, for me to come record this podcast, and there was some kids, like, walking across the street, and they weren't slowing down, and so I, like, had to slam on my brakes and slow down, and this little, little fucking bitch in a romper, like, she just motions to me with her hand and says, you could have kept fucking driving, and I'm like, you were literally in the middle of the road, like, think about what your parents would have said had I done that, and then just driving after I, like, thought that comment, I was like, oh my god. Like, I've aged. I've aged myself a <laughs> lot on, right there. Yeah, I've aged myself a lot right there. <laughs> so, yeah, been a pretty eventful Saturday. Yeah, it sounds like it. You know what I hate, man? It, it takes so long. Like, when I went to the beer store... Oh, fuck. ...in said town, I was waiting to turn left out of the parking lot when I was leaving. Game over. And there's... On a and Saturday then someone afternoon. came... There, like, then they're, now they're starting to be, become a train trying to leave the parking lot so I was just like you know what I'm turning right and then you turn right out of the beer store and now you're going the opposite way that you want to so go you have to like flip so you have to around, go down yeah. flip around and it's like a whole thing and then I turned down said street and I swear I, I was there like a week ago and now there's like they're building those condos behind the Krabby Joe's yeah, restaurant yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. like literally a week ago that wasn't even remotely being started and now they're they're fully constructed they have a they have a frame up I by the like, way what? great job not naming <laughs> our, our, our city here um that's ridiculous man you know what i mean like i was were like, people like up your ass honking you to turn out of the beer store no but i feel that's, the pressure for sure you're like fuck like so i was at um i was at a brewery at an institution that you and i both frequent <laughs> uh, and it just wasn't the kid's night. Like, English wasn't his first language. Both of the growlers I wanted filled, both of the kegs popped in, like, the first five seconds of them filling, so they didn't fill. And then, like, 12 people walked in right when that happened. So it was just one guy. English wasn't his first language. Me and 12 people all have individual needs, right? Like, it just wasn't his night. Like, Lauren and I ran in for what was supposed to be, like, 15 Grab minutes. Grab shit and go. Yeah, yeah, it ended up being, like, an hour and 10. What? Yeah. Just we got some beers. We got there at like 4.50 and like we were walking out like just before 6. This was yesterday? Wednesday. Holy shit. I know. I know. It was crazy. It felt bad for the kid. Anyway, so then we're going up and you know how uh, that road into the highway, it used to be like both lanes went over, like both lanes could go over the bridge and the one was a left turn lane? Yep. But now only one goes over the bridge, Right? Right. Yes. Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah, yeah. like yeah, the other yeah, one's yeah. just a Sorry. left turn lane, yeah. the other one goes over the yeah, bridge, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was in the left turn lane, and this cunt, I'm going to say it, this cunt in a truck, like, you just tell he's a fucking grease bag in a truck, right? Like, I'm sitting there waiting to go left, and, like, cars are just coming, right? And the guy starts honking at me. And, like... The guy or the girl? The guy behind me. Okay. This is a different story. Okay. To that bitch. Um, so I'm just waiting, like... I don't know. I... I don't go when cars are coming and it's close. Like, I'm waiting until I have the time to actually go, right? Like, I'm, I'm the same way. I'm not going to fucking risk it. Like, I have nowhere to be, I just be, get man. pissed when people do it to me, and I'm I'm coming and they, I'm like, really? Like, oh, like when they cut you off. It's like... Exactly. Are exactly. you serious? Yeah, no. Like, if I have to slow down, I'm pissed. There you go, right? So, I don't ever want to be that person me to too. someone, I'm right? Me like, too. I'm the same. I'm the same. I'm at the front of the light, yeah. so, like... I don't really care about this fucking guy, no matter what I'm getting through, right? Like, even <laughs> when it goes... the weight, I'm going. Yeah, no, it's yeah. like, exactly. Like, I can get through. It's yellow, right? Like, yeah. it's... I don't really care about you at this point, right? But so he starts honking at me, right? And I'm the type of person that as soon as you start doing that to me, like, I'm just like... It's no, fuck I'm you. like, dude, fuck you. Yeah. Like, I'm not literally not going to go at all, right? Yeah. 
So then finally it's going, like, the cars move away, and I just, like, slowly start to make my <laughs> left turn into going. And then the guy, like, shoots through straight. So I'm like, dude, you were literally freaking out at me, and you were in the wrong lane. Like, you weren't even, like, you weren't right about two different things. You weren't right about trying to get me to go forward, and you were also breaking the rules of, of the lo- the rules of law that we have, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was like, what, man? Are you kidding me right now? Like, because it's one thing if you want to turn left and, like, you're such a cunt that you think you're in a rush to go somewhere. You're not. You have nothing important going on, just like every other <laughs> yeah. human in the world. Yeah. But at the same time, like, you weren't even the fuck. Like, dude, you just get over to the next lane and go, right? Like, it's a green light. Everything's Brutal. going that way. I couldn't believe this fucking guy. I was like, my God, man. Man, people suck. What a fucking idiot. People fucking suck. And, like, driving on the highway every day, man, I... My mind is blown at yeah. how bad people are and how stupid people are did you at hear, driving. Did, I, you, did you hear our uh, quote-unquote fearless leader is announcing in our stretch of the world uh, 110 kilometers per hour as a pilot project in September on the QEW? Yeah, I heard that. Yeah. From, like, the f- Hamilton to the Falls or something? Yeah, Or wherever that might be. I don't really know. Wherever that could be in the world, I don't know. Yeah, Delaware Falls. Hamilton, Delaware. <laughs> <laughs> to Niagara Falls, Delaware. Yeah. Uh, Burlington, Vermont. <laughs> it's all close. To the Falls, Iowa. Iowa Falls. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'm like, and like you just listen to the stuff that came out. He's like, you know, the the highway's built for people to be able to do 110. Like, really? Because every single person so, does 120 and they're shit at it now. So does that mean it's okay for us to go 130 now? I think that's, well, what people are not oh, going to go... People are, people are doing 120 on a 100 now. They're not going to do 130 on a 110. I, I feel like, the, I don't know if the highway sped up or, it, it must have because 120 isn't fast enough now in the fast lane. I guess so. Like 120 is now the middle lane. That's the stupidest sentence I've ever heard in my life, right? Do you know what I mean though? Like I, if, I hear if you're you. Not man, going, yeah. If you're going 120 on the nose in the fast lane, if, if there's not someone riding your ass, there's going to be in 15 seconds. Dude, I honestly, God, don't even, like, I sound like a pussy. I don't even drive in the fast lane anymore. Well, There's just I mean, no point for me. I will. Like, I like riding the middle lane personally because um, I, I, I'll go 120. I'm, I'm usually in between 110 and 120 depending on. Dude, I'm such a slow lane driver now. Oh, I 106 the entire way. Just cruising. I got nowhere I, to be. I don't even give a fuck. And you know what? I'm yeah. kind of the same way because, like, I see people flying going 130, 140 in the fast lane. I'm like, I don't, I don't, I used to drive like that, but I don't anymore because yeah. I'm like. You know, you have a few like moments, and you kind of humble yourself, and then it's like you ain't invincible, you know what, right? man? Like you ain't fucking invincible, exactly. Yeah. And and it's not even really about you and your personal how you feel driving. It's more like oh yeah, I'm the people around you, man. Like, I'm a thousand percent confident in my ability to drive. I am too. minus a million percent confident in everyone else's fucking dumb in everyone else's ab- ability. To and drive, like if you're sure. going twenty kilometers faster that like. That could be all the difference between like reacting and not reacting in time. I remember a guy we went to <coughs> high school with. I'll like I'll text the group afterwards. I don't want to drop names. That's Eric. <laughs> <laughs> He's not gonna not gonna hear this. Um, we knew multiple Erics. Yeah. For, oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, and like we were in the fast one time. We were in either a three or a four lane highway, and he just like thought it would be funny to like shoot across from fast lane to slow lane. You got like a three lane three switch? Lane, like in one go. And I was like, like right then and there, I was just like, wow. Like, <laughs> there's some shitty fucking drivers. Because like we were all getting our license at that and time. I'm in the right? car with one. Like we were all getting our license then, right? Like, and I was like, I mean, like I, I kind of, 
I definitely was doing stretches where I was like 120, 130 in the the fast lane for sure, right? Like I said, I've been I've been in two crashes. Yeah, and yeah. Like that should'll that should no, humble does. you in a heartbeat, right? Well, the so, people, but like even just thinking at seven, 16, 17 years old, I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Like a three lane change? This is fucking nuts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Well, I'm even back in the day when when we were in high school, and I I thought this, and like. I had times too, like I sometimes I'd be an idiot, not terribly driving, but I mean, when you first get your license, you don't. Yeah, you it's, in, it's until you have that Humbling close call and experience really. where you do, you feel like I'm a good driver, like I can I'm do what I want, right? I'm invincible. Yeah. Until you have that moment, and if you had never had that moment, then you you might still feel like that, right? But, yeah. um, <laughs> fucking, I had so many times in high school, regardless. <laughs> Kojiko is calling Graham right now. Unbelievable. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, you could answer the phone and be like, yeah, no, uh, you're on hold now. <laughs> Put for, him on for hold for 50, 50 minutes. minutes. That's so funny. But yeah, um, I don't want to name any names, but you always have that one buddy who's just like... I know the buddy. I think, <laughs> yeah, I, I, think I, know, I, I know you do. I think I've named the guy I, on this podcast with a story I, of around our high school, right? I think yeah. we have talked about yeah. it. But yeah, just like... You know, you watch one too many Fast and the Furious movies, and yeah, you try to replicate that. But I always love like when um, when Paul Walker passed away. Like you don't want to see anyone pass away, right? I mean, like, hey, fuck, he did it himself. Like, dude, you were driving one eighty miles per hour. Like, fuck, yeah. I, like at some point, fuck you, yeah, right? Like, <laughs> but uh, I remember like <laughs> seeing tweets and stuff like that where I was like, we lost a great actor today, and that like really offended me because I was like, hold on one second, we lost an actor today. We did not lose a great actor today. <laughs> Let's just not lie in our tweets and Instagram posts about this. We lost an actor today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. Seemed like a great guy, did a lot of charities and everything like that. Did, did Paul Walker really do anything other than the Fast and the Furious series? Precisely. I don't think he ever did. He obviously did other stuff. Maybe like, a sp- maybe like other... Like he did bullshit. B-list movies B-list that are movies like... That just like action adventure I could that not are similar... Name. He did, what was the one where he was like, it was swimming, I think Jessica Alba was in it, like Into the Blue or Into the Deep or something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, that's, that the, an all right movie. that's the only other one yeah. I can think of, right? Like, yeah. But like, okay, yeah, it was an all right movie. Is that a surfing movie? Or something like that. It was yeah. like, water, whatever, right? Yeah. Um, but exactly, it was just like, my God, like, this is not a great actor. I mean, by all accounts, like, I mean, just to throw some love to Paul Walker because you don't want to be throwing bad juju out or anything like By that. By any, we are not... No, don't wish that on him, like, and it turns out, like, apparently he donated a lot of money to charity, was actively involved in everything like that, yada, 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 but, like, dude, you crashed your car 180, you were drag racing in the street, like... It just goes back to, like, and so I, you, you, you've seen one too many Fast and Furious movies, you haven't had that accident, right? Like, we just think you're invincible, right? Like, you drive 180, shit happens, man. Like, world don't give a fuck. Well, that's the problem with society, too. It's like people... We were really putting off our uh, main subject, eh? I was but so <laughs> proud of us. That I, I was so proud that I was like, dude, this is crazy. Like Anyone listening right now is probably like, what the fuck? Get but to anyways, it, boys. Get to it. Like, people... What, it's, it's sad, but like it goes for like musicians or any type of celebrities or actors. It's like... It doesn't matter the magnitude of how... Like, we're saying that Paul Walker was an actor and it's a shame that he died the way he did, but he was not a great actor. No. People just throw those words out there when people pass away. Oh, for sure, right? It's like all of a sudden everyone loves this person. There's some pe- there's some people in my family, right? Like my family's kind of 
there's some white trash in there, right? Like the extended families and stuff like that. And like I remember just like people shit talking people all the time, right? And then they pass away, and then at the funeral, it's all just like I person. Them forever. It's just like I don't know, it's like just phony, man. Right, and I, like, and that's just so like it's almost like a it's disrespectful to you that you have to a put yourself through that, but it's like disrespectful to them, right? Like, honest to God, if I ever pass away, which I'm unconvinced that I will, because I'm invincible. <laughs> um, <laughs> But, like, if people don't like me, I don't want them to go up there and act like they like me or anything. All of a sudden. Be like, no, like, I had a complicated relationship. This is a shame, but that guy was a dick. Yeah, like, plain and simple. That's what I want it to be, right? And I know that that's what John's eulogy speech to me will be. I know that. But, uh, yeah, like, it's just... John. Yeah. I was joking with John. um, I was joking about how, like... I've been plotting his murder since I've I've told him, <laughs> and he's, he laughed and he's just like, you know what, Graham, you've said that like more than once throughout. I'm kind of getting weird yeah, out yeah. now, dude. It's it's a lot after 18 <laughs> yeah, years. It's yeah. it's a it's a bit much. Um, wow, yeah, no, I can't believe we just rambled on for like I know, 12, I know. 15 minutes there. It's that so was crazy. Funny. All right, fine, we'll get to it. Let's, Graham, let's reveal why I begged you to come down and record this podcast today. Because after many years, say it. Jeremy Lin is an NBA champion. Yes. Jeremy Lin. And Patrick McCaw was yeah. three people. And what about Malcolm Miller and <laughs> Chris Boucher? A, Patrick McCaw was the first player Chris. to three-peat, three-peat since the LA Lakers. Yeah, since Shaq and Kobe. Yeah. And he's also the first player ever to three-peat on two different teams. Bam. Yeah. Patrick McCaw. Patty McCaw. Living legend. Right there. Patty McCaw. Go fucking figure it. <laughs> um, Even though he passed up that wide open look in game five. But it was necessary. Yeah. Because I don't want you shooting that. <laughs> yeah. No, they scored anyways, right? Yeah, they, they scored did. off they of it, right? It was a two, but... But remember game one, Patty McCaw hits that huge three with the clock down? That was a nice shot. Yeah. Patty McCaw. Super contested. So he played in the 2017 finals a bunch. Um... Yeah, he was part of the rotation in the 2017 finals. He he didn't play it, or he hardly played in the 2018 finals. And he played, I think it was 12 total minutes yeah. in the 2019 finals. Yeah. But he's he the only three he's ever taken was that three. So he's 100% from three in the finals. That's so funny. Fucking Patty McCall. What dude. a legend. What a guy. <laughs> but yeah. So this is insane. Like, we've probably now gone like 15 minutes without saying. Should we just rattle off the names? Kawhi Leonard, Kyle Lowry, Serge Ibaka, Pascal Siakam. Freddie. Freddie Van Fleet, Marcus Gasol. There you go. Let's just, uh, just, just get it out. Just get it out. Just get it out. They're champions. Holy fuck, dude. We, me and Graham were talking before we started recording that we don't really think that it's Real. even fully sunk in yet. So, like, when it happened, I, um, I love it. Can I just say, though, by the way, that, like, that's such a, like, Toronto, how the NBA and everyone treats the Toronto Raptors and how like Canada as a nation is like that's such that was like to me the perfect way for them to win the championship thinking the clock had expired but then that <laughs> like, no, man. it was like to I, me it was like the perfect way for them to win the championship I was actually like people were pissed off about it I was like no this is perfect to me like this is exactly how it needed to be yeah yeah, yeah. not clear cut yeah. but I was talking to John about it too like when uh like, when, when they had thought the game had ended, and then they called that Iguodala foul on Kawhi, when they were fir- like when they first started bickering about it, I, didn't, I wasn't, like, I was so distracted because I thought they won, and, like, I got up and, like, was cheering, and then they're like, oh, hold on. I think I know what you're going to say. I thought that Kawhi was... They were they calling were a push-off. reviewing the call on, the, on a push-off on Kawhi. Push I was like, yeah. if they... And I was saying to John, man, I was like, if they call this foul on Kawhi and give Golden State another chance, I was like, it, it's such a difficult thing to not believe in some... Like, they were trying everything they could to give Golden State another chance. Basketball is the easiest sport 
to cheat at or like for refs to influence and to stuff like that right yeah like have you ever read the it's like the easiest sport to point shave it's the easiest sport to cheat at yeah have you ever watched the espn 30 for 30 on the 1974 boston college uh point shaving scandal no so it's great. Basically, refs and players at Boston College were all involved with the mob in Boston. Yep. And so refs would give them fouls. Yep. And then the players would miss the free throws. It's the easiest sport to influence that That's way, right? Yeah, it's yeah, the yeah. easiest sport to influence yeah. that way, right? Like yeah. uh, Donahue. Do you have your, like, you heard the story of no. Tim Donahue? No. He was an NBA ref back in the day. Um, and he came out and he got, he served like a two year federal prison sentence. Like, read his book. It's, it's insane. But he was like a ref for like 12 for, years. For like doing that shit? He was a ref for 12 years and like he was involved in gambling and stuff like that and like would legitimately shape points and like give fouls where fouls were not didn't but, exist right but man even like you look at how much like how much tickets are for these games it's like it's hard not to like think about the possibility of that being true you know what i mean like i i when i when we started this last year i said that a lot and you and taylor definitely were like i don't know man right but like i was probably like in the middle agreeing with both you and taylor was probably arguing with you against about me it. it sounds yeah. about right it sounds about <laughs> yeah. accurate yeah but i'm not just saying like, i believe in it but you you gotta wonder on average it makes sense on average uh a franchise or uh, on average an nba uh finals game makes about six million dollars so like, between the Raptors, Warriors, and the NBA, everyone's getting additional like millions, We're millions of millions, dollars, right? Millions of game. dollars for one game, and that's just in stadium, right? Like if you think about the like the you, resi- like the effects of like buying merch and shit like this. no, like that's all stuff. It, well, like that's like, like restaurants, online, in the like city restaurants, and, hotels, and stuff like that, right? Because yeah. you know, Golden like Toronto owns uh, Real Sports Bar, for example, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Their food sales, their right? Kids, like all, all that, that's all not that included stuff. in that six million dollars. Exactly. Right? So it's like you, we don't know what ownership, what like restaurants, hotels, and stuff like that. That ownership and NBA officials and stuff like that have stakes in, right? Like these people have millions and millions of dollars, right? Like at the end of the day, the NBA is a business. I mean, they say they're not for profit, but they're a business, right? So I, the business is never going to take a backseat to the game. Yep. That's just the reality of it. Because trust me, I was thinking the same thing as well too. I'm like, this is there's. I'm like, this is getting. Golden State would not have gotten free throws though, which is nice. Golden State wouldn't have gotten free throws. They would just would have gotten the ball where uh, Kyle was throwing the ball in from. At, um, they would have just gotten the ball there. Yeah. And like, but even, I don't know what they were reviewing when Draymond got the ball. Like they reviewed that for a minute, right? It was just like, dude, he when went he like called a timeout. When they it's like he didn't have any timeout, so it was like, I don't get what the review was. So right? that like, a technical foul? It's a technical foul. So then, even it's if the they Chris hit that Web- shot, then he would have been out for game seven. Yeah, because he only had one more left. Yeah, yeah. They probably would have fudged it though. By the way, though, because there was another Warriors player that was trying to call a timeout, so they probably would have given they would have given else. it to him, right? Just because the NBA is perfect. Like go back and watch the Brooklyn Net series in Game Seven when they were playing like Brooklyn in 2014. Um, Kevin Garnett had five fouls with like five and a half, six minutes left or something like that. Fouls Kyle Lowry on a shot and they give it to Kevin Garnett and then they go over review it and then they give it to, I think it was like Gerald Wallace or someone like that who was like six feet away from the play and just like had put his arm up like that and they give him the foul, right? Kevin Garnett had like six points, three rebounds and a block down the stretch. It's like, I'm sorry, like he fouled out and then the NBA was like, hold on a second, we can't have Kevin Garnett foul out. Let's review this and reverse it, right? It's like it's shit like that. Like yeah. I'm sorry, it's just like, like I'll I'll show you the play afterwards. It's just like no, no, no Kevin Garnett fouled him and they gave it to someone else, right? Like it's just 
That's true. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, let's, yeah. It's all just factually true at this point. Makes you wonder, man. But anyways. They won. They won, man. You know what's funny? So I ended up winning about $220 in betting. Did you? Yeah, it was pretty nice. Just like on... Uh... So I won on... So I put a, I put $65 of bets down before game one. I won on the Raptors being up 2-1 after, after three games. Yep. I won on the Raptors winning overall. I won on the Raptors winning 4-2. And I won on Kawhi Leonard being finals MVP. Damn. Yeah. I put another bet on Kyle Lowry being finals MVP. I put another bet on the Raptors winning in five. So I obviously... Oh, and I put another Raptor on bet on Raptors winning in seven, but I cashed out before game six. So yeah. I got, I got like, like just double my money back on yeah, that, yeah, yeah. right? Just to, I was like, now they're going to win it tonight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but it's funny. I put another $5 bet down at the start of the game that the Raptors would win by one or two points. Really? Yeah. So I would it would have paid out an additional $60, right? And they had it. They had it by one point, right? But yeah, then the technical yeah, foul. Yeah, yeah. And, and then the two, the two free throws. throws. I was like, oh, my God. Are you kidding me? <laughs> but I was like, whatever. They, they won, right? Yeah, like, you're yeah. happy. But I had already made back my money and then some sort of thing, right? Yeah. Just would have been like, at some point, you're getting greedy. Like, yes. <laughs> at some point, you're getting greedy. That's awesome. But, yeah, like, uh, like it just still feels surreal, right? I know, like, man. Like, I don't even know how to, like, talk <laughs> put this into it, words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Even though I've been waiting to talk about it, it's like... I know I really compartmentalized it. So Thursday night, I ended up staying up till about 1 o'clock watching postgame, but I had, like, this huge presentation at work the next morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At 9.30. So, like, I got up at 6, so I was like, I really only had five hours of sleep. And I was just trying to be, like, I can't get too excited about it, right? Because, like, if I just get too excited about it, I'm not, like... It was, like, a massive presentation. It was, like, my year-long territory presentation. Oh, really? It was, like, a legitimate fucking presentation like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah it was like a legitimate fucking thing that i had to do right so and i was just like fuck it because but i crushed it good for you yeah it was awesome I've, i'm kind of getting You're to the point the hype, man. i'm kind of getting to the point where it, like at my work it's just such a shit show sometimes that it's like no i'm dope at what i fucking do <laughs> plus i'm unionized so like they really can't fire me so yeah I'm just, like, getting into like full-on cowboy cavalier yeah, yeah yeah i'm fucking dope and you guys are bitches yeah <laughs> Fuck eat it y'all. yeah fuck y'all <laughs> yeah. exactly but yeah no so it's just like I, it really didn't feel, it felt a lot more real to me last night like I, I went home and read a bunch of like of the post game stuff yeah. like I read yeah. from The Ringer I read from Bleacher Report I read from ESPN I read some Canadian stuff as well too like it was pretty it's good like it's just I don't know like it just it, it feels like vindication for so much stuff it feels like vindication for this six-year stretch or five-year stretch that's been the most successful run in Raptors history, right? So like, true, man. feels like vindication for Kyle, vindication for Masai Ujiri. Especially and, for Kyle. For, like, Masai Ujiri and the trade and everything like that, oh right? Oh, my like, God, it just man. It feels like everything that... Did you watch the... Uh, it was, like, a short clip. I just found it on Twitter, and it was basically, like... It was a bunch of, like, rapid reactions back in um, July when, when Masai Ujiri made that trade for Kawhi. And it was like Colin Coward was in there with his piece, but it was just like flashing to all the media, basically being like, "Oh yeah, like." Uh, and then, then, then there was like like people within Texas, like Spurs fans and stuff, like, and they were all basically just joking, like, "Oh yeah, like 
they're like, do you have any last words uh, for Kawhi? Like, yeah, Kawhi, go have fun in Toronto, in Canada. Like, yeah. that'll, and like, it was just like a short clip a of fun people guy. like making fun of the trade. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like San Antonio won this trade. Like, yeah. Masai Ujiri's an idiot. Really? And then like, there's an unwritten rule. If Masai Ujiri calls you, you're losing the trade. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's just true. You're going to lose the trade. But, man. I, and, and then I, after I watched that video, I started thinking about, I guess, well, yeah, almost about a year ago now when we were... We fought When Taylor. the trade happened. And we, we fought were Taylor pod, in this room. When we were having podcast discussions about that trade. And, like, it was, like, for a stretch, man, for probably about a month or, like, four weeks in a row where we were discussing this trade. And yeah. I remember. And, uh, and we had never really come to a full... Mainly with Taylor on, like, the, the, it was just left at as, well, we're just going to have to wait and see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And here what the is. season brings. And, we and saw here we it. are and now. And we saw it, And right? the Raptors are 2019 NBA champions. It's so. I, I was thinking. Um, that's crazy, man. And it's funny. Like, and I just go back to, and, like, at that time we were talking about how last year's Raptors team was, like, it. And, like, there's so many alternate histories, right? Like, what do the Raptors do? If they don't trade DeRozan, I'm like, I think they probably bow out against Philly. And I'm like, what do the Raptors do if I'd, Dwayne Casey's still the coach? Like, they have this team, but Dwayne Casey's still the coach. And I'm like, I don't know if, they're, if their offensive sets are as good as they are. Like, you know how many times the Raptors were able to get points off of drawn-up plays? And that's Nick Nurse. Like, Dwayne Casey could not do that. Well, and even, like, uh, I know Steph had said this, too, that, like, Nick Nurse's, like, defensive assignments are, like, I think he used the term janky. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's, like, just just the, the creative stuff he does. Um, I'll tell you this. Dwayne Casey's not running a box and one on Steph Curry. Yeah. I used to play that shit when I was in high school. Even, like, when, when, when he was throwing, like, um, like, Pascal on, like, Drew Bledsoe. Or, or Eric Bledsoe. Ha! <laughs> scary! The NFL. Yeah, yeah. Eric Bledsoe and, like, Kyle Lowry on Chris Middleton and yeah. stuff like that. Like, I don't, I don't know, man. We've talked. We talk about it a lot here. Sorry. With DeRozan, the Raptors are not getting past. We bow out in Philly. Yeah. There's no way. I'm sorry. Like the Philly took this Toronto Raptors team to seven, and it took a, that miraculous Kawhi. It shot took Kawhi Leonard defying physics De- for that shit to happen. Like right? Philly is, like once Philly went up two one, I think the series ends in five against. And I don't even know if Toronto would have won game one against Philly. Oh, with like with DeRozan, yeah. You know, that, that may have been a sweep. I just, we talk about it on this podcast, but I wish more people would give credence to it. Like, people think that they can post up, like, Giannis was posting up Kyle Lowry in that Buck series, and it was like a 50-50 chance. And I'm like, Giannis, you're 7-1. Like, you should score. And right? it's like, like, if you don't get to the rim, Giannis, like, you're yeah. not hitting your, well, your and jumper. He, a, Kyle's not letting you get to the rim. So it's like kind of uh, in the paint push shot over Kyle and it's a 50-50 and I'm like that should be you should have an 80% success rate on that shot <laughs> yeah, not yeah, a 50-50% yeah. success yeah. rate on that shot especially for a player like Giannis right so it's just like I wish he got more like Kyle Lowry gets a lot of slack for a lot of things he gets I love a lot of, Kyle, Kyle Lowry he gets a lot of appreciation for a lot of things but I don't think he gets appreciated for like when bigger players try to post up on him that's why because like, he just bitches even Kawhi yeah. said it man like Kyle Lowry was I mean Fred Van Vliet <laughs> Did you see that? Uh, like Kyle asked him the question. That was that hilarious. Was so but yeah, it's true though, man. Like Kyle Lowry started the game off, and Fred Van, v- Van Fred Van Vliet finished it. Yeah, you had four players that either had Kawhi's point total or exceeded it. Yeah. Fred, or no, wait, three players because Kawhi was in it. So you had Freddie, Kyle, Pascal. and Pascal. Yeah. Surge with fifteen. Surge had fifteen. Yeah. Man, Surge. 
he had a like he was for, for whenever he was quiet stretch. for he whenever he was quiet in a series he he came out and had games where it was just like he was Honestly, a top ten player or a top three player on the floor and and Mark had a very like I'm not bashing Mark because he had a great playoffs but he no, had a I, terrible game six oh yeah it was awful oh yeah it was like bad. he was unplayable that like when Sir, and I never thought I'd be be happy that Serge was coming in to replace Mark yeah like, I was genuinely like about time. Yeah. It's like, he, I don't know, man. Like, he was turning the ball over and, like, To fouling. me, though, like, yeah, like, if, if Mark's not scoring, like, it's... Not saying that you're, like, a casual NBA fan or anything like that, but, like... And he did have a bad game six, right? But, like, people look at his game four, for example. He had low points. Yeah, but he's a he's a but like he, he on defense so it's a lot harder to like see how he influences the game because yeah, you yeah, can't yeah. look at a box score and say Marcus all influenced that game yeah but exactly right like he just influ like and he didn't really do it in game six I'll give you that yeah but he just like influences the game in such a way right oh like, I agree you can I, you can run your offense when you run out the lineups where it's like Mark Pascal Kawhi Leonard Freddie and Kyle you can run your offense through four people yeah. That's huge. But even, That's huge, man. And, and what you're saying about, like, Mark and you look at the box score and, you, like, casual fans who don't understand be like, and I'm not saying I'm an expert, but they'd be like, oh, you didn't score any points, you had a shit game. Yeah. Like, I get that that's not a thing because people say the same shit about Kyle Lowry. Yeah. Kyle Lowry doesn't score. People are like, oh, he's like, Kyle Lowry goes two for seven, two for nine. Like, oh, terrible game. It's like, you didn't see Kyle Lowry stick his nose into plays and steal balls at the end of the game. Kyle Lowry had three steals, two charges, eight boards, and eight assists. Exactly. Yeah, right? Like, like people don't look like at those Like, game stats. one against the Magic, everyone ripped him apart. It's yeah. Like, dude, he, he had nine. three steals, eight boards, eight assists, definitely drew a charge, and DJ Augustin needed to hit a game-winning three for them to win. Right? Right? It's like, just like... It's the same narrative. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, like, he didn't score any points. He I think, shots. to me, officially, that narrative is... That narrative's kaput. Kyle Lowry literally put that narrative to bed. This, and I'm, I couldn't be more happy for him. 26 points, 10 assists, and 8 rebounds. Just the way he came out and started that game was like... 11 straight. Okay. 11 like, straight right. against Steph. I'm like, all right, Kyle wants a step. And what did I, say? <laughs> what did I text you? What that I text was so you? funny, yeah, yeah, yeah. man. Like, when you te- I, I texted like, you before the game. Yeah. I was like, wow, within literally within two minutes, he's at... He has 11 points. <laughs> Yeah. I said I, I texted Nick. It was like, if at the end of the first quarter Kyle Lowry has like, I think you said eleven. Did I say eleven? I think you That's said crazy. Or maybe I think I said seven. Uh, yeah, you said, I think you I did. said, you said seven, seven points. Seven. If he had seven yeah. points, then I'm like, they're winning the he game. He had six points in the first thirty seconds. Yeah, thirty seconds to a minute. And some game. of them were just like, and like even throughout the game, where like he would like charge in and to Golden State's credit, they played great defense for twenty one seconds, and then. Kyle Lowry would get like his little thing where he's going left and like the paint and he'd shoot it up, arcing over, kind of fading away. Yeah. Like he had like three of those where they bounced in. And it's yeah, like, yeah, oh yeah. my God, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But even man, like he scored the first 11 points of the game, but then I think he just on the next Siakam two. He assisted on the next on two. His threes in the yeah. corner. He assisted on the next two, exactly. So like the first 16, 15 points of the game was Attributed Kyle Lowry's Kyle Lowry. was points responsible for or whatever. And, and that start was huge, man, because. Yeah. I love seeing them get dialed in like that at the beginning of the game. You need to. Yeah. Because, like, I'm not a huge believer that the home court is, like, this massive advantage, right? Like, I think it is an advantage. Yeah, I know what you mean. But I just, like, at the end of the day, the home court well, can't take a shot for you. I mean, that that and the home court advantage, that couldn't have been more Golden State hasn't lost in that series. Golden State hasn't lost at home to a team four times in a year since 1970. That's crazy. Yeah. And honestly, the Raptors... The Raptors just played better at, uh, at Oracle than they did at home in that yeah, series. Weirdly enough, right? But 
yeah, no, like he just came out and like, but like you, you could tell like, and and the Warriors came back and everything like that, and the fan them. and the fan react, the fans reacted to that, but like right away, like Golden State had all this momentum working for them, and they're down eleven nothing to start the game, right? Or it was eight nothing to start the game, yeah. Right? It's just like, I think it was like f- even like fourteen six, yeah, it's like fourteen six for a period there. But exactly right. It's just like all of a sudden now, like Golden State's fans aren't heckling you nonstop. It's just like, like, oh "Oh, shit, right? And then they get back into it, and then they're cheering, and then they're like, basically like, so I kind of view like, you start at a base level, right? And then if your team starts out well, you you raise above that base level, and you're probably there for a while. But if you start out bad, you fall to that base level, and then anything that you do to get you back just gets you to that base level. It's cool too. I know, I know what you mean because when you're watching the game on TV, it's like. The home court advantage is there in certain parts of the game, but yeah. like it gets silenced pretty fast. To me, it, the home court advantage comes into place at the start of a game and then and the end of a game. Agreed. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, even when like so if you took it out in the first two minutes, like there you go, you don't have home court like advantage. Like before right half now. or before the half ends. Yeah, there's the like sure, 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 yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, but uh, yeah, no, was, I just I don't really know. Like, but Kawhi's the crowd silencer. He's the king killer. He'll just hit those like. Stop in two three peats, man. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll just hit those threes and all of a sudden the crowd's just muted. He's fucking just. And didn't have the greatest game offensively, Kawhi. That was his lowest six. scoring output of the finals. And like, what did he have? 22? 22. And like, a lot of those were just from free 22 throws. on like 46% shooting. And he missed, yeah, he missed like, he missed some shots he normally But hits. he didn't hit, take a ton. He didn't, and he didn't need to, because he had Kyle, he had Fred, Pascal. he had Pascal. Might like, a lot Surge. of people were saying it was the biggest shot in Raptors history, and like maybe you have to put it into Kawhi's. No, um, well, well, I'll, I'll I'll reach around to that. Um, they were saying Pascal Siakam, so they were up. It was like what one? Oh, I know exactly. What you're one oh eight. Yeah, it would have been 108. The one where you. Oh wait, one oh nine, one oh eight. At yeah, the end of the 109, game. One oh nine, one oh eight. Yeah, yeah. And, um, <laughs> that, yeah. Yeah, the, uh, one where, like, he goes and Draymond, like, that was. Where he, see put, if where he put him on skates. Yeah, exactly. Like, if Draymond steals that, that's, that's clutch. That's huge, right? Yeah. But if he doesn't, then that's, like, the worst play you could have ever made Draymond. And it exactly <laughs> is what it was. He goes for the steal. Yeah, yeah. Pascal yeah, yeah. goes through him, right? Yeah. He gets it. Oh, you're good. No worries. Yeah. Um, thank you, though. <laughs> Um, so I'm not sure what we should do. <laughs> um, we'll keep talking. Yeah, for sure. Um, you're going to hear some fun coming up on the, uh, on the podcast, but it's, uh, I'll tell you what guys, if you can tell us what this sound is, I'll send you $5. The first person in, in our, we'll turn it into a game. The first person in our group can do that. We will send you a, I'll e-transfer you $5 if you can tell us what that sound is. Sometimes you just have to clean up a mess. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure that that's that great of a clue. <laughs> um, anyways, but you guys uh, watch Dexter? Again, I'm not sure. <laughs> what a weird way to take this clue. <laughs> what a weird road to go down. Um, but yeah, no, it was. Uh, yeah, it's just a good win. Like it's just. It was, man. It was um, stressful. I was stressed. I was. I was genuinely concerned. Like. And I mean that that shot at the end that that Steph had, like that's a shot he normally hits. You know it's funny though they've they've now done the run. Or in, that uh, game would have been over in the finals. Uh, Raps had a timeout. 
No, they didn't. Raps didn't have a timeout. That would have been game. Eh, it could have been. We don't need to talk about that. We don't need to go down that road. But um, in finals games where uh, Steph has a chance to tie or take a lead, is it finals or playoffs? It's one of the two. Where Steph has a chance to tie or take a lead with 20 seconds left, he's 0 of 8. And that kind of feeds into another narrative. So I think like maybe we should just get on to like some of the ancillary stuff. Like we, we I think we've talked about like the Raptors have won. It's a great feeling and everything like that. So do you want to get into like the Golden State Warriors? I think they're kind of a. Are they done? Draymond doesn't think so. Yeah, Draymond's ridiculous. I, I Steph doesn't think so. Steve Kerr doesn't think so. Here I'll tell you what. Well, of course they don't think so. I'll I'll tell you what. To me, they're not done as a dynasty. They're not done as a dynasty right now. But this is what's going to happen for me. They're going to go out next year. They're going to play really, really hard. They're going to use their motivation and everything like that. But they just lack skill. They're just not that skilled of a team right now. You know what, though? They could be like a terrifying like fourth, fourth, fifth seed. For sure. (laughs) If you get Clay back for a finals run and if KD resigns and can come back, for sure. Yeah. But so like the Warriors will fight and get to like the fifth or the sixth seed. And depending on what happens with KD and Clay, right? Like if KD leaves or if Clay doesn't play next year, right? Because like... They anticipate an ACL tears anywhere from 9 to 12 months. So it depends on what side of conservative do you want to be on with that versus do you want to push back? Because now the Warriors also Clay's ha- tough, though. Like, yeah, I could see Clay's tough. back on the— Clay's never really had an injury. At the same time, though, the Warriors now have a kind of an organizational image of being kind of a shittily run organization that pushes players— So you think players. that maybe moving forward, rightfully, show they should be a little more on the cautious side? Of I'm not sure if they need... I'm not sure if they should be on the cautious side because every injury and every player is different, but I think that the Golden State Warriors, henceforth, will err on the side of caution yeah, yeah. for a lot of those things, right? Yeah. So say you're a sixth seed and you get bounced in the second round of the playoffs, to me, then your dynasty's done. Yeah. Like, they get the benefit of the doubt for me. But three championships... like, making the finals and... Three leaving. championships for five... No team since the 60s Celtics have made five straight finals. I'm not ready to just say they're you done. Did. I'm sorry. I'm not ready to say you didn't do that. Yeah. You absolutely did that, and you deserve my respect and everyone's respect for that, right? Yeah. But just, I think, uh, I think next year they get bounced in the second round of the playoffs. Yep. You do. So realistically, who would you see in the West being above them in seeding? A lot needs to shake out. Free agency in the trade Could go market. Anywhere. Yeah, a lot, a lot needs to shake out for that. There's some, there's some big lots of lots yeah, of yeah, fish yeah. and trades that Who can, the Lakers can, bring in. If the Clippers and the Lakers bring in anyone, right? Clippers like, are bringing anyone in. Exactly. So, I guess we'll go on to that because it kind of feeds into the Western Conference thing. Okay. Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard. So hard, hard to read. Tough situation. I think it was a 50, 50, 40, 10 for the field. So fifty Clippers, forty Raptors, ten to the field. I think it's increased more likely that Kawhi stays based on the championship win. The fact that in the game six to win the championship, he was tied for fourth on the team in scoring. Or tied for third on the team in scoring. Yeah. Right? Like, that's huge. Like, Kyle, Freddie, and Pascal are all back next year. And Freddie and Pascal aren't going to get worse. Kyle's not going to get noticeably worse, right? Like, So, like, you don't need to just do it yourself. Like, here's here's my comparison. The Clippers have no one on their team right now that's better than Pascal Siakam. No. I don't think they have anyone on their team that's better than Kyle Lowry, personally. Uh, no. Then you start getting in, like, Serge and Marc Gasol. 
maybe Montrezl Harrell, but they don't have the range. He doesn't have the range that they do. He's younger. He's springy. Well, they still sure. Lou Williams. They have Lou Williams, right? That's where I'm going to start getting into. Like Lou Williams is probably better. Like, but so then offensively like, at least, right? But like Lou Williams is also 31, right? So like you have Landry Shamit, you have Shai Gillius Alexandria, but they're 20 and 21. Like quiet, you're 28 years old next year. Like, dude, uh, your timelines aren't like. There's no one on the team right now on the Clippers that are that's better than Pascal Siakam. And and for like, now that even we've seen. Just with, like, the media after this championship, we've kind of seen Kawhi open up a little bit more. Because let's face it, like, before, like, you don't, you can't read. He's literally the most impossible person to read on on this earth. And even him showing emotion, like, he's still, like, like, because, like, he was getting drilled by pretty much every interviewer. Like, like, right after winning the final, like, where are you going next year? Where are you going? Where are you going? And, like, I get that he does, like, I I was talking to Taylor about this, and it was literally the post-game interview with Doris Burke. By the way, did not enjoy her her questions whatsoever to with, anyone. Not even with quiet with literally to anyone. anyone. Yeah, like anyways, let Marcus we'll Soul go and celebrate. why are you asking him how he feels about what his Memphis <laughs> teammates yeah. think? Why are you asking Kyle about Demar? Hey, why are you off. asking Kawhi where he's going next year? Like, thanks, Doris. Yeah, it's like Doris. That was the worst post game interview I've ever seen. Really anyways, nice. yeah, um, like Kawhi Kawhi was interviewed and he referred to. I think he was. It was his interview with Scott Van Pelt on okay. ESPN yep. in, in the states, and he asked him. He referred to and quickly corrected himself, but he referred to. Um, I, I forget what the exact question was, but he referred to. They it's it's now something they can build on, like referring to the Raptors and like almost removing him, like he was referring to them and he's talking in the third person almost. Yeah, but then he quickly said. Afterwards, he said, "We can." So he corrected to that. He corrected himself immediately, after, but his to first, the we. His first, no, 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 no. His first thing was, "It's something they can build on." Yeah. Like, so, but forward. But so his first thought was they, which is not great. But then he immediately corrects it and to include we. himself into that. But he's done this all the time. Like yeah. he like gives you something where you think he's staying, and then it's like uh, someone who thinks he's good. So I'll say that. And so, right now, the Raptors have a better prepared team to compete. In the immediate future for a championship. Plain and simple. Yeah. They just do. Yeah. Um, everyone talks about how great the Clippers front office is. What, what Masai Ujiri's? Not a great fucking front office. Like, That's what d- I mean. The front office is eliminated. Like, the front office has... Cancel it out. You can say what... you can If you want to say Jerry West, everywhere Jerry West goes, it's gold. I get that. He's the logo. I, did you know that? Jerry West is the logo. Really? Yeah. Fun little factoid for our friends. So Jerry West is great. He's like an all-time executive, right? Like, for sure. Masai Ujiri is, is an all-time executive. He's extremely sought after right now. Yeah, he's an all-time executive. There's so much ancillary stuff. He's going to stay in Toronto, too. Yeah, he ain't going to Washington. Um, so whatever, if you want to give the Clippers the advantage, that's fine. But, like, to me, it's it's totally mute. Doc Rivers is a championship-level coach, people kept saying. Guess what Nick Nurse is? <laughs> a championship-level coach, right? Exactly. Also, and... I, and that, that kind of upset this kind of upsets me as well too. People sort of give too much to past past successes, right? Doc Rivers was a championship coach in two thousand and eight when the game was played completely differently than how it is played today. Yeah. Like, you know what you know the starting lineup that they rolled out when they won their championship? Kendrick Perkins and Kevin Garnett. In today's NBA, Kendrick Perkins doesn't play and Kevin Garnett's a starting center. Right? Like <laughs> yeah. that just goes to show you like how 
how, Dif- how radically different, different the game yeah. is today, right? Well, look at look at especially when Durant was in. Look at Golden State's starting lineup. Yeah, Kevin Durant was their center. Yeah, yeah, that's nuts. Like right? that, yeah. he was their biggest player out there. Yeah. So, coaching is mute. Front office is mute. The roster, the Raptors have a more talented roster. Like, and we're still talking about this, and we haven't once mentioned OG Ananobi, who had a bad year because he got hurt and his dad died. Like, we haven't even talked about OG Ananobi, right? Like, imagine this team with OG with 18 minutes of OG Ananobi, right? Like, the roster's better, the front office is even, the coaching is even. Now it's in LA. If Kawhi wants to go back to LA, Kawhi wants so to go back to LA. I was going to say, obviously, the destination is favorable in LA's favor because that's where Realistically, Kawhi wants though, to be. basketball season is October to June, so that's eight months. Four of that, you're traveling. There's an all star break. There's an all star break. Four of those months, you're traveling. October's nice in Canada. April, May, and June are nice in Canada. Realistically, you have like. A month to two, like January and February when you're at home, it's shitty. Trust me, we know Kawhi, it's shitty, right? Is Kawhi eligible this year to sign a Supermax? No, because he got traded. But so, it, so the most money he can get is $190 million from the Raptors. You can get 141 from anyone else. Okay. So money, money the Raptors win, roster the Raptors win, front office and coaching are kind of muted out. Location, yeah, fine, that's great. The, it's LA. You're not. You're not going to beat him on there. I mean, sure. You're. Here's the thing, though. You go to LA. You're the second biggest star in LA. You're the second biggest star on the second biggest team in LA. That doesn't change. I'm sorry. The Clippers are a better run organization. I think that they're a better team and everything like that. The Lakers brand is still the Lakers brand. LeBron James is still LeBron James. You're still the second biggest star and the second biggest team and the biggest market in the NBA. I don't. I don't. I don't necessarily think that Kawhi would care to be. Like the second biggest star, and like he said this multiple times that he yeah. all he wants to do is win. For sure. Okay. So fair that's what you're doing in Toronto. For, and so that go, leads <laughs> into the rat. The roster is better for sure. And right? let's take a look. Not to like. I mean, it sucks what happened to Katie and Clay, but if you look at like any 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 team that brings like let's say the Lakers trade for Anthony Davis, um, so you have LeBron and Anthony Davis. Is is that enough? I, I don't want to get into that. You have, I don't want to get. But into that. no, I'm, what I'm trying to get at is if Kawhi comes back to Toronto, they have a pretty good chance of running it back. Oh, I would agree. I like, would agree and, with that. And, sen- and and winning again. I would agree with that sentence for sure. But if Kawhi goes to like the Clippers, a, you're going into uncertain territory. Sure, you're on a, you you're at home and you you're in L you're in L A. But you don't know how you're going to gel with the team. You don't know your chemistry. Yep. You know that you're. Like the chemistry of the Toronto Raptors, you you gel with every player on there. You guys just won won the yeah. finals. You have a good relationship with Masai Ujiri. You have Why? a good relationship with the medical staff, which I don't think can be understated. You love the way that they handled your situation this and season. And like the Clippers can tell you that that's how they're going to handle it, but the Raptors just showed you that that's how they're going to handle like, it, right? I, I, I don't want to jinx anything, but like I can't. I would be genuinely shocked at this point if Kawhi doesn't resign. Resign. I kind of. <laughs> I. I do you, I, do you I know was what I'm saying I'm leaning a lot more than I was even two weeks ago. Yeah. And then another thing. So people talk about how the Clippers have two max slots. They have to trade Danilo Gallinari, by the way, to get that second max slot, but no one talks about that. I know that he is on a terrible contract. Yes, it's not. <laughs> Nick has learned. Nick has learned. I shipped away. Um But do you know who can have two max slots in the summer of twenty twenty? Toronto. Yeah. Or you can have a second max slot in twenty twenty? 
Toronto. What if they go Mark brought in some oh, Davis you say, some yeah, shit like Mark, that? Mark, Mark Gasol will probably opt in. So what do you like So but here's the thing though. So Mark Serge, Kyle Danny. Danny's off the books this summer, so I'm gonna take him out of the equation. But I, I he'll probably bring him back. You think so? For a year, for sure. Yeah. Why Danny Danny ain't gonna leave me. Danny ain't gonna rock no He's boats, just like, right? thanks for taking me along yeah. for the ride. Um <laughs> Serge, Mark, Kyle, Freddie Van Fleet, and Pascal Siakam's contracts are up in 2020. And then everyone else's contracts are done at that point as well, too. So you could have, in theory, just Kawhi Leonard on a contract, give Pascal Siakam whatever the extension he's going to get is. And then, like, that's your pitch to him. Be like, dude, you want us to bring back Kyle? We'll be like, Kyle, come back for a $12 million contract. And Masai is still two years under his contract, right? right? So it all lines up like, like, Kawhi, in 2020... You can have we can we can build the team that you want to build. Even if they signed like a two year deal with like I, a I think player option I think in it's the a, second year or something. I think it's a one and one. I think it's a, what Kawhi will sign is a one and one. Although I will say, based on like the injuries that he's had to his knee, the load management that he needed, and what just happened to Clay and KD, I wouldn't be surprised if now more than ever he's thinking like, I'm leaning towards the Raptors. I want to do the one and one. Why not just get my 190 million dollars? I'll still get one more contract. I'll go to LA then. Win another championship with Toronto, right? Like, be secure. Make my $190 million and then fuck off. Yeah. When like, Houston is 30, 31, 33. He'd be 33 at the... Or wait, no, 32 at the So $190 million, that's a four-year deal? $190 million is a five-year deal. So he'd be 33. Okay. And here's what. The Raptors can even be like, four years guaranteed, we'll give you the fifth as a player option. So if you wanted to leave at 32, yeah, you can leave at 32. Like, I don't know. Man. The, the, the only Man. the only thing the Los Angeles Clippers can realistically beat Toronto on is they're in LA. The destination. Like the, the front office, the branding opportunities, the winning, all of that is either in the favor of the Raptors or completely neutral. Dude, this guy's a whole literally a whole country in love with them. Did you see that NBA Canada shop or NBA.com shops have uh, grown 180% yeah. over last year? Yeah. Right? And yeah. it's all just Canadians buying Kawhi Leonard shit, right? Yeah. yeah. His New Balance shoes sold out in the first day. All of his New Balance clothes sold out in the first day. Like the to, fun guy t shirts. And the uh, board man gets paid. Board man gets paid. All that stuff sold out in Canada. Yeah, man. Like, I was, that, there's this one. Like, like you, you want to make money? You want to build your brand? Like, Canada loves you, it's dude. It's been built. Yeah, it's, it's been built. Dude, you could be like, you're the king of the North. Literally. You're the king you've, of the North. You've already been dubbed that. Yeah. You're the king of the North, man. Like. I just. It would, if, if, it, if it comes down, it's just because his family wants to be there. It's his family. If his family wants to be there, we were never going to beat you anyway. We were never going to get you to stay anyways. Oh, man. Like, at this, like, there's literally His daughter's nothing. a Canadian citizen. Really? She was born here. Really? He had a kid, like, back in March. Oh. Yeah. There's literally nothing at this point. Like, the Raptors have done everything they possibly could have oh, yeah. to have him want to come back and if he doesn't and he talked about it in like the interview with Rachel Nichols like that nothing got out that interview gave me a lot of hope nothing got out he's like man so much stuff happened this year and nothing got and nothing got out right yeah. and it's just like I'm not saying that it's going to happen or like things would go in the Clippers but in LA like who knows? Look at the Lakers, right? Like, and it you, didn't happen to the Clippers. You but just like, have certainty here, you know. Right? Like, you, you enjoy your situation. He even said it. This is the he Kawhi literally said that this is the most fun he's had. Yeah, playing basketball. I don't know. I, again, like if it comes down to it, there's no basketball brand winning health. There's no reason outside of I want to be in LA because that's where I'm from. 
That's my favorite. That's literally the only factor. There's no reason outside of nothing any else of that. competes. Yeah, it, it's the only thing the Clippers can beat us on, in my mind. Yeah, there's no Actually, financial, the, the, no the betting anything. odds. I don't know if you've seen them for Kawhi. Yeah, the Raptors and the Clippers are even. Good as they should be. Are like plus 110. They should be. Yeah, and then there's like teams like. I think it's just the field after. Or I think the Knicks have one, and it's the field after. The Knicks, yeah. Or the Lakers and the Knicks have one, and it's the field. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Well, it, I'm sorry. Like, Chris Carter's... Man, Chris Carter name drops his relationship with Kawhi Leonard's family. Like, Well, you saw that about the Knicks, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm just like, I'm sorry, Chris Carter. If you think Kawhi Leonard's going to the Knicks, like, then give me your job. <laughs> yeah. Let it be first things first with Nick Wright and Graham McMillan. Like, Where does the Knicks come from? Because like, they, they have the two max slots? That's it. Like, that's the only thing I can think of, and his uh, Uncle Dennis is based in New Jersey. Right. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's been... Anyway, so point being, what I think happens in the West, Lakers don't get anyone, they trade for Anthony Davis. Um, Clippers don't get anyone. At the expense of Kuzma. Yeah, like, if the Lakers break down talks over Kyle Ingram. Kuzma, it'll be... So right now, what the package the Lakers have offered is... Uh, Ingram, Ball, and the fourth. But apparently they want Kuzma. Instead of Ingram? In addition. They might be able to keep the fourth pick if they don't send. So Ingram, Kuzma, and Ball? Yeah, for Anthony Davis. Yeah. But But here's the thing, right? Like, if the Lakers break down talks over Kyle Kuzma, then you guys are the dumbest fucking organization (laughs) of all time, right? Like... Oh, no, 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 no. We want his 18 and 7 a night. Yeah, we want his 18 and 7 a night, right? Like, <laughs> my God. I don't know. I don't know. Well, I don't want to get too much into free agency because, like, we're going to have something to talk about this summer, I suppose, right? Oh, definitely. But we're like, going to need something. We're entering that uh, grim. The grim, grim stage. That, that July month is just. Sometimes baseball or yeah. sometimes MLB, I suppose, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. It doesn't look good this year. Yeah, no, sir. <laughs> um, so then back to the Warriors. I was saying to to you earlier, if Kerr and Bob Myers hadn't already won three championships, how they handled this Kevin Durant situation is, embarrassing, a, is a fireable offense. It's embarrassing. It's fireable. That's, I, yeah. Like, I, Kevin Dur- or Steve Kerr, you need to go right now, The pl- Kevin Durant is not planning to play. Ah, oh, he looks good. Ah, oh, he looks good. Ah, oh, he looks good. Just to win a game five and pre- prevent the series from ending earlier than it should have. Like, give me a break, man. Fuck off. All, f- all for what? the same result that would have happened if you didn't play Kevin Durant. Precisely, right? Like, what is it, like, even to think that, like, you, you th- so by rolling him out, you automatically assume that he's going to be able to play that game, play the next game, and go all the way to seven. And what's, like... And be fine. What we don't talk about as well, too, is he played 12 of the first... Or wait, what was it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, 12 of the first 14 minutes. He got injured, like, the beginning of the second, right? Yeah, at, like, the 10-minute mark of the second quarter, at 9.57 yeah. left in the second quarter. And he played 10 minutes in the and first quarter. And Kevin Durant's credit. Oh, he looked good. Yeah. Like, yeah, that series I, I was, was changing. Like, I was like, oh, God, this yeah, one is seven. That series is changing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that series is fucking but, changing. But to the Raptors' credit, too, the, I, they were tied at the end of the first. Yeah. So. They took the hit. They took yeah, the punch. They're, they're playing hard, but Kevin Durant definitely, it was a different. I, I just have no idea how, and like Bob Myers, that was the fakest shit I've ever seen in my life. Him crying after game five. Oh, that was I know. the fakest shit I've ever seen in my fucking life. It's like, man, you're just fucking sad that you fucked up. Yeah. Because, like, and then I said, like, I, I was watching, so, and, like, credit to Clay Thompson, you never want to see a guy fluke injury like that, like, torn ACL, like, that's just, 
That looked pretty gnarly. It, it was gnarly to watch. And to his credit, he came out, sunk the two free throws, and then got. He was ready to play defense. There's so many subbed off. There's right? so many because you know in wrestling, like the Undertaker, how like he like when he was fighting, like he'd always have like he'd get buried in the coffin, and he was notorious for like rising. Yeah, from the yeah, dead. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there's so many videos I've seen of him, like comparing the Undertaker Clay to, to the Clay Undertaker. Thompson. That's like, so funny. <laughs> no, like credit to Clay, like that was awesome to see, right? But like. What was more telling to me was when, uh, after Clay gets subbed off, he's walking, and Bob Myers is there, like, right before the tunnel, and Clay says something to him, and Bob Myers is like, get back there, get back there, right? So Clay, probably being the heart of a champion, wanted to be like, I want to go back out there. And Bob Myers realizing, we're, we are now known as the organization that made Kevin Durant rupture his Achilles. Yeah. Right? Like, I don't think he had a calf injury. I'm not sure if it'll ever come out. I think he had... Partially torn Achilles, personally. I, I just don't understand how that's something you miss. I don't think they missed it. I think there's apparently something called uh, micro-shedding or micro... Micro-fraying is the term. Okay. Where you can have basically like little tears throughout your Achilles. Like micro-fraying of the Achilles tendon, right. right? So I think he had that. And they were just like, no, you're fine. Like, it's, it's micro, you'll be fine, right? I don't think it was ever a calf injury. Because, like, the chances of you having a strained calf and then a completely different injury in four weeks. You're right. It's bullshit. I think he had probably a partially torn or, like, micro-fraying in his Achilles or something like that. And they were like, uh, you know, you don't have to play, but you can play, and you're not going to tweak it anymore, right? Like, just go out there. And, like, Steve Kerr played him for 12 of the first 14 minutes. Yeah. When like, they, what when, the fuck, dude? When he said that they were going to play him in spurts yeah. and see how he reacts. Dude, you play him four minutes off. Let him sit down, play him the last five minutes of the second. Four minutes of the it's third, probably because It's probably because he came out and was playing so good that he's like, we can't take this guy out. But then, the or- then that's fine. I get that, right? But then, like, the organization, that just further goes into the reputation. They care exactly. about winning and their organization more than Kevin Durant. Exactly. So why would Kevin Durant resign, A? Why would different free agents want to go there? And the I narrative, like, was, like, which I hated, like, again, like the media trying to portray Canadians as, like, any opportunity they can get to be like, oh, they were cheering for Kevin Durant's injuries. Yeah. Like, I think 20% of people were cheering for sure, Kevin Durant's Sure, but you can't pin that against a, a whole country. Like, I think, like, Canadians are not respectful. Yeah. I love how, like, DeMarcus uh, Cousins was... Okay, so firstly, I think about 20% of Canadian or 20% of the people in the stadium were cheering for that. I think about 80% of people were cheering for Serge Ibaka getting it. Exactly. And one dunk. Exactly. I think that's what 80% of people were cheering Because even me, personally, I didn't realize that Kevin Durant got in... Like, got until afterwards. Until, until after, afterwards. The after camera the follows the play. Foul. The camera follows the play, right? Yeah. Like... So I think 80% were cheering for that, 20% were cheering for Kevin Durant. Sure, that makes some dicks. DeMarcus Cousins goes out and says, you know, like, Canadians are shit, fucking classless, all that. What a hood rat, by the way, DeMarcus Cousins is. Draymond Green and DeMarcus Cousins, great players. Draymond Green's the heart of a champion. You want them on your team, I get that. But, like, just trash people. Like, I just, I ain't got... Steph Curry had the best response to that. Um, Okay, we'll say it now. Uh, I don't know verbatim what he said but he basically was like i lived in this city for a lot of my or like for yeah, a few years of my childhood he's like that's not my experience with the people of this country yeah, and city he's they were like, not yeah he's like it wasn't great to hear but he's like i don't think it's a representation of the of 35 million people yeah, yeah or the city alone yeah um so he basically there you go. but that's like it. people like clay and cousins are like 
classes. Not like Cousins said the whole country's trash, but he's like, they were fucking like, what classes do you think? is bullshit and all exactly. that stuff, right? And Clay like, was the same thing. He's like, I can't even put into words how mad I was. It's like. Um, so I just want to get into something, sorry, about the so DeMarcus saying that stuff. Um, the Sacramento Kings uh, broadcaster came out and said, like, DeMarcus Cousins, you need to stop talking right now. You have no. You have no right to call out fans for being disrespectful. He's like, I've seen you yell at fans randomly when they weren't doing anything. I've seen you swear at people. I've seen you yell at women and say derogatory things to them, right? Like during games when you were a Sacramento King, right? Like you have no right to criticize a fan for doing <laughs> anything, right? Yeah. And then secondly, literally the next day, did you see the States in the World Women's World Cup of Soccer went up 13-0 on Thailand and they yeah. were like, yeah. Do you see yeah, their goal yeah, yeah. celebrations? Just like, yeah. you kidding? You calling Canada classes? Or, like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, I know. Come on. Like, yeah. pot black, right? Well, and even with the the Warriors, uh, when they shoved Kyle Lowry, it was almost like, a, oh, perfect. This is a perfect opportunity to, like, be little Canada now because we're under fire right now because, uh, because one of the Warriors uh, investors, Owners, yeah, Mark yeah. Stevens, shoved Kyle Lowry when yeah. he dove into the... Yeah, the in, crowd there. In game yeah. three there. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, I just want to say one thing about Clay Thompson. Like, great guy. A lot of respect for him as a basketball player. Great shooter. Probably the third best of all time. I can't say I, I like him. I don't know. Like Clay Thompson, to me... So, his dad is mulatto, and his mom's white as hell. So, Clay Thompson's like... I don't know. He's like a quarter... He's a quarter black. Pretty white. But he acts like he's like... Like he acts like he is the blackest individual in the world. <laughs> I'm just like Clay Thompson. Come on, man. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I'll, I'm I'm white as fuck. I don't know what the like rules are for that and stuff like that. But like, dude, come on. Like, <laughs> you grew up with a father who made like 130 million dollars in his career, right? Like, yeah. you're not ghetto tough, dude. Yeah, like, yeah, just yeah. just stop. Um, but yeah, no, I think I'm. I want to do like a different dissection. We're probably like a, a main focus of our podcast this summer is the Golden State Warriors. Sure. Um, and, like, what the organization looks like and where they're going to go from here. Um, we didn't really get into it. There's absolutely, to me, no asterisks beside this championship. Not even close. And I love that. Dude, that was, this was the craziest playoff run ever. Like, if you if you find it anywhere in your mind that you think that the Raptors championship deserves an asterisk, then yeah. you're just a hater. Precisely, right? And I think American... And, like... It, we don't think about that, but like the Raptors went through hell against the that's the seventy sixes and Bucks, right? It's let's, not just the and final. let's not forget the rap. And I think even Rachel Nichols brought this up in that interview with Kyle and Kawhi. The narrative was always, "Oh, Golden Steph's alone, Golden State's so banged up, yada yada yada." Like Kyle they were, they were literally thumb. numbing yeah. Kyle's thumb. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, Kawhi, Kawhi had left left knee tendonitis. Um, exactly right. Like OG went down. Freddie can't even see out of one eye, pretty much. Right, like it's like you, everyone's you, banged up. You don't it's get like to NBA the finals, finals. without yeah. being banged up. It's a long up, year. Right? And I think like the media was American media because you know they. I mean, it's disappointing because basically all I've heard in the two games afterwards was how Steph was little, how Steph didn't really show up in the finals, um, and like the Clay and Kevin Durant injuries, and is at the end of the dynasty. I haven't heard about Serge and Mark avenging past playoff failures or anything that whatever like you like you said how fred van fleet like actually man i wish i could pull it up but in the it was like fred van fleet stats if you look at fred van fleet stats from the magic the beginning of the magic series to game three of the bucks game two game two of the bucks yeah and then you look at it after you're like two different what the hell two completely different players three points zero points 
and even like the yeah. other categories just like terrible yeah. and then like the past few man just like the past literally eight like games the past eight, or like would have been fire. the past 10 games like what was the was in the Milwaukee series when he hit like 7 for yeah. 9 from 3 yeah like since those that game in no for, since game 3 cuz he cuz Kyle got fouled out with 5 minutes left in the in, yeah. the f- in the fourth quarter, yeah. he played the last five minutes and then double overtime. Yeah. And he didn't. S- he scored one three pointer. He had like four shots. Scored one three pointer, but no turnovers. It was like five assists, a steal. It's just like from when he took over for Kyle in Game Three of that double overtime against the Bucks till now, he's been unbelievable. He'd been a top. He's probably a top seven, eight player in the series. Like outplaying Steph Curry, unbelievable. Outplaying Steph Curry, unbelievable. <laughs> exactly. There was a um, video too where. <laughs> It came up on, I think it was in game six when Fred had the ball at the end of the game and Steph was on him, or they like shifted or whatever, and then like (laughs) someone commented like, wow, look at this guy's like Steph literally really wanted to be switched off Fred, and he's like waving like uh, desperately at Sean Someone to get screen, and he like switches to Danny Green and Livingston comes and switches to a Freddie. It's like, yeah, they, they, yeah, Steph didn't want nothing Did not want Fred. to guard him, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, because Steph got burned for the 11 against Kyle. Yeah. Right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but, like, American media hasn't put an asterisk on the Raptors championship, sorry, I, I was saying, just because if you do that, you put an asterisk beside everything Golden State's done in the past four years. Yeah, you can't do it. 2015, uh, Kyrie and Kevin Love aren't there. 2017, Kawhi Leonard has the Spurs up by 25 in the third quarter. Zaza Pachulia puts his foot under his ankle, he leaves, they end up winning the championship. 2018, Chris Paul's hamstring exploded in Game 5. It's so like... It, it, and it's it's pretty clear now that uh, it's it's been Kevin Durant that stopped LeBron the past Yeah, years. no, no, it's no. It's not, I, I think it's not like the Warriors. It's a been, lot of that narrative, do they need Kevin Durant? I think yes, it's kind of been proven. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Even when he came in for that, for that flash in Game 5, man, yeah. like, he... I'm sorry. Yeah, he 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 made Steph and Clay play better, but without Kevin Durant starting that game, the Raptors probably finish in Toronto. Oh, for sure. They 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 lost by one point. They lost by one point. They needed Kevin Durant's 12 minutes and him to be perfect from the field. Literally perfect. Oh, from the three, I should say, he wasn't perfect. He missed a shot. He's like three for five, I think. Yeah, with two free throws. <laughs> um, they needed him to be perfect from three. They need to hit 23s, which is, by the way, the second most anyone's ever hit in a finals game. Yeah, like 51, 52%. Yeah, from they three. need that. They need the Raps to score. Eight for 27. For they three. needed the Raps to, or Nick Nurse to have, like, a rookie coaching blunder of not calling a time. I don't mind the calling the timeout with three minutes and 28 seconds left. I personally don't mind that time. I was on a 12 run? I don't mind it. No? I don't mind it at all. Because they had four timeouts left, and at the three-minute mark, you lose your timeouts. Yeah. I don't mind it. But Kyle was gassed. Kawhi was gassed. I don't uh, mi- yeah. I, I don't mind that. I don't mind that timeout that much. The timeout that I do think was a dumb idea is like you get the ball with 16 seconds left and you don't call a timeout to run a play. I thought you couldn't with. You can call timeouts at the like that. I thought like so at the three minute mark, no matter how many timeouts you have left, you go down to two timeouts. So the oh. Raptors had four timeouts left with three minutes and 28 seconds left. Oh, okay. And then he burned a timeout, knowing full well that he was going to lose that timeout as well, too. Right. You don't want to lose two timeouts, right? Like, right. Because say, what if the Golden State Warriors go on a run? You need to uh, stop that run in those last minutes, right? Then you only have one timeout to go strategy. So he like, call this timeout, go over some strategy, go over some plays, try to go. Because like in a timeout, you go over like the next two to three minutes of how you want to see your team play. Right. Ideally, that's what you do in a timeout, right? It's like yeah. you, you go over ideally what you want to run over the next two or three minutes. 
But yeah, like getting the ball with 16 seconds left and not calling a timeout to run a play is like, especially because it was a dead ball t- turnover as well too. So like Golden State was already back on defense. Yeah. Like if it was a live ball turnover, fine, run, push the ball down their throat. I totally get that. But like, no, nah, that that was inexcusable. So they needed all of that to happen to win by one point. Is that, was it the 16 seconds? Was that when Mark missed this shot? No, that uh, that was at 49 seconds. And that was the one that DeMarcus should have been called for a foul. Yeah. No, the 16 seconds was boogie uh, illegal screen. Right. Yeah. Okay. Which had happened like eight times before, but whatever. And like, uh, boogie played pretty well that game too. What do you have, like 14 points? Yeah, he like started, six he of eight started becoming well, he, apparently, a problem towards the end of the series. Apparently he was like on his way. The Apparently Steve Kerr told him before the game that he was going to be a co- or DNP coach's decision. But then Kevin Durant went down. Even with Looney, like... Fucking having it. We haven't even talked about bone. Kevin Looney yet. <laughs> Fractured rib cartilage. That's insane. I it's okay. It's a pain tolerance thing. Yeah. Just get it. Fine. You can't tweak it anymore. Yeah. Looney. We're at our wit's end. We don't have anyone else. You need to play. We're not playing Boogie. See how Demarcus Cousins has been playing? Yeah, he's so bad. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna put Jordan Bell out there. Jordan <laughs> Bell's done nothing. Yeah. Yeah, I know. So And like they just like completely like did Drebko play? Like not. Like he played like game one, and then that he was played it. a bit in the start, but he did not play. Or no, there was a, a stretch there in game six where, he, I think it was the third of the fourth quarter, or was, I think it was at the start of the fourth quarter, they ran out of a, a, uh, a roster of it was like Sean Livingston, Quinn Cook, Andre Iguodala, Jonas Jarebko, and Kevin Looney. Iguodala had a really good game in game six. Oh, he was balling out, right? Like, like, when he was hit like, that three in Kyle's face. I and was then like, he hit the two in Kawhi's face. I know. I'm like, how did you hit those, man? Like, Iguodala almost like outplayed Kawhi in that game. Yeah. Like, he played great defense on Kawhi, so For sure. his credit. But I like I like Iguodala, man. Ain't got no problem with Iggy. But, uh, anything, any more, I had a point. Don't matter. We talked about a lot there. The Raptors are the champions. Right? Raptors are the 2019 world champions. Like, we're sitting here talking about this stuff. and Yeah. I don't think it's really soaking in for me yet. And I know it hasn't. I can't make the parade. I have two presentations, unfortunately, in the morning on Monday. Oh, do you? Yeah. But I'll get back into the office by 11, so I'm just going to throw it up on my... When does it start? 10. 10 a.m.? 10 to 3. So I'll just throw it up on my computer when I get back into the office. They have a route planned, eh? Yeah. I saw it. It's, like, from... Uh, Nathan Phillips Square, so Toronto City Hall to Exhibition Place to their like training facility. At oh exhibition wow, place. it's a decent stretch, yeah. Yeah, I'll just be watching that too. <laughs> yeah, that's, I don't know. that's crazy, man. Draft happens on Thursday. Thursday? Yeah, man. Holy shit! Yeah, they don't waste no time. Well, generally speaking, the Warriors had already won the championship by like June 4th right that's <laughs> yeah, so true right so it's a little, little different this year yeah um, a little different but so like we should we'll probably do a recap of that next the week draft because like trades will happen at like apparently the Pelicans want to trade AD when does the free, when does free agency open uh, you can start talking to free agents this year at 6pm on June 30th so that's the Sunday we'll be in we'll be in Ottawa oh interesting yeah um, but yeah, this um, we'll like recap the draft because oh sorry, anyways, uh, David Griffin said for the Pelicans he wanted to, if they were gonna get a draft pick in the trade, they wanted to get the draft pick and draft themselves. Really? Yeah, they don't want like 
them to draft some guy, and then they're like, oh, we didn't want that player. We wanted yeah, this yeah, player yeah, kind yeah. of thing, right? Yeah. So do you think they hang on to their pick? Ooh, the Pelicans? Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, that's Zion. They're yeah. not trading that. But I'm saying, like, to trade Anthony Davis. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you think that would... So do you think Zion's... Or, sorry, do you think AD's going to leave? Even bringing in a player like Zion? Oh, yeah, he's gone. Really? Yeah, they're already exploring trade opportunities. I think he goes to the Lakers, personally. He like I think so, too. Rich Paul came out... Or they did a Sports Illustrated thing on Rich Paul, and he came out and said... He explicitly named the Boston Celtics. He's like, Boston can trade for Anthony Davis. He's going to be a free agent in 2020. Yeah, so, like, what are the top three? The Lakers, the Knicks, and the Celtics? Yeah. The Nets and the Clippers are probably in there as well, too. Yes, because the Clippers aren't going to get Kawhi, so they'll be looking at someone else. That's all. But they're not going to trade and just get <laughs> Anthony Davis by himself. Right? No, that's stupid. It's, it's going to be the Lakers. It'll be... It'll either the trade will either be Ingram, Ball, Hart, and the fourth, or Ingram, Ball, and Kuzma. That's it for Anthony Davis. I mean, they're they're the Lakers very well could like add, um, you know, future firsts and stuff like that. Like I anticipate a lot of that stuff will probably happen as well. Too. I'm just like predicting of like players that are on the roster or this year's pick. It'll either be Ingram, Ball. Hart and the fourth, or Ingram Ball and Kuzma with future firsts. And then it's looking kind of like Kyrie's going to go to Brooklyn. Probably. And then they said that they're not going to, if they do sign Kyrie I don't to think, Brooklyn, then D'Angelo Russell will, will not be back. I don't think D'Angelo Russell will want to be back personally if that happens. So then D'Angelo Russell will probably go to... Like, who would play the two? <laughs> I mean, either or are good enough to play off ball. I think like it would just be kind of like a fluid backcourt, right? Like it's like having two guard. It's like when you run out Freddie Van Fleet and, and Kyle, Kyle Lowry, yeah. right? Like both are good enough to play on or off the ball, right? Yeah. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if like D'Lo goes to Utah or Indiana. Indiana might take him. Um, Kevin Durant. I don't see him going. Like I just don't see him going to like the Knicks or the Nets, right? But like I don't see him staying with Golden State. I don't know. Especially after that. I might see him just opting in, taking his team option, and yeah, just rehabbing on his own. Get paid $32 million to rehab. And then address. Sign next year. Address. Because there's no, there's like the biggest free agent in 2020 is Anthony Davis. So. And then, if Anthony Davis goes to the Lakers, they'll just re-up there, right? And then Kemba is looking like he's going to stay in Charlotte. Sir, he said he's gonna, he'll take a pay cut to... Kemba's fucking nuts, man. <laughs> I, I don't even know about that guy, right? Like, what, what can you do? If you want to stay, you want to stay, man. I'll stay. You want to stay, you want to stay, right? <laughs> well, here, I'll take a pay cut. But, like, even if he takes a pay cut to $190 million, they have no salary cap space. <laughs> yeah. It's like, okay, but... <laughs> they still don't have enough yeah. money to bring anyone in. Anyone, Worthwhile. Right? Yeah. Oh my god. No. Been a hell of a fucking run. That's crazy, man. Been a hell of a fucking run. It's been a crazy run. And the Raptors are finally the 2019 NBA yeah. champions. Oh, and finally, just a little shout-out to Steve on this one. Steve! Um, we can't prove that all of my superstitious stuff didn't get the Raptors the NBA championship, so <laughs> fuck you, buddy. I'm going to continue to do it for next year as well. Um, yeah, man. It's been a hell of a journey with this one. It has, man. Should be a fun summer. It should be. We're going to make it fun. Beer's mandatory. Out. The championship edition. I can't believe we rambled for like 20 minutes at the start. I know. Without referencing the I hope that's not.